Yo, this is Marquis from the anime podcast that I co-host from time to time. It's called Casual Otaku. I'm sure you've heard of it. And this is Better Than Filler. Now, if you're familiar with the Casual Otaku lore, then you know that we used this title a couple of months ago. Better Than Filler was originally meant to be sort of an archive for whenever we live streamed on a certain platform. It was pretty experimental for us at the time, and we kind of had to scrap it because there were so many technical difficulties that went on in the process of creating it. So I figured why not repurpose it for something else? So I've seen a little bit more animated in Fred, but there's a commonality within the shows that we watch to the point where I kind of build the casual otaku episodes around what would make for the best conversations for the both of us. So this is just me repurposing the name better than filler and talking about the stuff that I probably wouldn't get the chance to talk about on the main show on here. You can kind of look at this as literally filler material. It's not going to affect the canon of the main show at all, so expect a tad bit more range. What I'm going to be talking about today is the previous anime season, the upcoming or I guess the current anime season, and some shows that I'm currently watching right now or some shows that I have watched but I haven't really gotten around to it. And if you like what you're hearing right now, you could do that thing that people normally do when they like something, you know, subscribe, follow, all that. Without further ado, let's get into it. I guess I'll go ahead and start with the previous anime season. Now, I didn't really get to finish everything that I wanted to watch. I wanted to go in and do a little mini review for all the anime that I've seen in 2021. I got to do a top 10 for that at some point, but there's still like two more shows from last year that I got to finish. So I want to watch those before I make a definite top 10. Those shows were Odd Taxi and 86. The fall of 2021. Which ones have I seen? I see a lot that I never really got around to. Star Wars Visions, that was one. Stone Ocean is another one that I, I'm still stuck on the first two episodes. Sorry, Schaefer. Myrico-chan dropped that. Platinum Men didn't finish. The Hey Case Story didn't finish. Damn, there's a whole lot of stuff that I did not finish. Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. Remember when everybody was hyping it up like, yeah, it's gonna drop in December. And then December came and we all collectively remember oh yeah that's just for japan <laughs> not not a worldwide release did they roll out the my hero movie like that so my hero world heroes mission came out in august 2021 it was released october that same year in the u.s that was like a two-month gap i'm hoping the same for the jujutsu kaisen movie man i still got volume zero sitting on my shelf i know i gotta do a quick reread of that at some point tact op destiny yeah this was another one that i definitely didn't finish the legendary madhouse and mappa collaboration i only made it five episodes in and i'm not gonna lie i was just so disinterested in the main characters and i didn't really feel the motivation to continue Continue. And from what I heard later on, it doesn't really, I don't know, gets better or have somewhat of a satisfying payoff. I don't know. The motivation is just lost on me, unfortunately, because it's such a beautifully produced show. Mushoku Tensei. Now this shit was hard. Yeah, this was this one was pretty good. Mushoku Tensei is unequivocally one of my favorite anime of 2021. It also had one of my favorite EDs of the year. I'm hoping for a swift return. And by swift, I mean they should take as much time as they need producing the show. Komi Can't Communicate. Probably had the best first episode that I've seen last year i only have a couple more episodes left i'm like in the last quarter it definitely leaves a strong impression at the beginning and it unexpectedly turns into a little bit more of a slice of life comedy which i wasn't expecting because of how strong that it started off it's still been pretty good though, I ain't gonna lie. Just not going in the direction that I thought it would. Also, if they can give Najimi a little bit more screen time, that'd be great. Okay, thank you. Demon Slayer, the Mugen Train art, the televised version, of course. A re-edited version of the movie featuring new scenes and music. I saw the first two episodes and I was like, okay, it really doesn't make sense to watch this entire thing over again, but playing out over the course of the next few weeks, I'll just wait for the Entertainment District art, W film. And that was the fall, or at least my fall of 2021. Oh yeah, ranking 
of Kings came out. How did I forget about that? Wait, when did that drop? October 15th. Ranking of Kings been so good. I still haven't finished that first core. I'll have to get on that tonight. Damn, there's a lot of stuff I gotta get on. I finally got around to watching Marvel Studios Eternals and oh boy, I think I understand both sides of the aisle on this one. The people that are hyper critical of it and the people that defend those criticisms and say, nah, y'all are just hating on it too much. Yada, 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 all that shit. This one of the most overhated Marvel movies and y'all don't like it just because it's different. I mean, WandaVision was different and it got critical acclaim. So I think I know which side of the aisle I land on, but I'll probably save that for a discussion for the main podcast. All in all, do I think it's the worst MCU movie? No, I don't think so. Do I think there's some valid criticism that could be had about it? Absolutely. Attack on Titan came back and they dropped one of the hardest openings in the history of anime. Okay, I don't know if I say all that, but I was surprisingly blown away by it. The ending as well. People definitely had a few choice words for the song selection, but I think it fits pretty well for what's going on right now. It's a significant update from what we got in season four, part one, on both sides, the opening and the ending. There's a few subtle spoilers here and there, but it's not going to mean anything to someone who has zero context for it. It's definitely one of those you watch it once and then you don't dig too deep into it after the fact because you'll fuck around and get spoiled for it, which is ironic because I feel like it's one of the best openings. This song selection is elite. I was not expecting the heavy metal. Also, what am I doing? Why am I sleeping on the visual aspects of it? Very reminiscent to that same style of animation that we see in the Jujutsu Kaisen second opening. Well, I guess that's to be expected because, you know, it's the same studio. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why y'all talking about Candy Flurry on my timeline? They had another opening that dropped for One Piece as well. That makes this the third opening for the Wano arc. This one is pretty good as well, but it was a... The vibe is a little bit unexpected. Visually, it's pretty consistent with what we've seen so far. You know, the updated art style, all that. But the song selection is very interesting. I didn't think they were going to opt for a song that was a little softer, especially given the next phase of the arc that they're getting into. It's still a pretty good opening though. Nothing too crazy as far as spoilers go. Sidestep, where am I at with manga? Jump's been gone for two weeks. How do I fill the void? Obviously with these two manga right here. I've been trying to catch up on Dr. Stone and Bleach. Dr. Stone, I'm on chapter 151. Bleach, I'm on chapter 88. Bleach right now is like something, something, something serite. Seeing Kubo's vision on the page uncensored has definitely been a plus over watching the anime for me. The last thing I read is when he fought that Ikaku dude. I ain't gonna lie, this fight is hard as fuck on the page. Was this Sanpakuto always this cool? I don't remember it being this cool. Ichigo's got like two more fights after this, right? I don't know. I'll just wait and see. What is the current Shonen Jump lineup? I don't know. I haven't read in like 50 years. All the hype is with Don to Don right now. I will patiently await the return of the Chainsaw Man manga. Also, in the meantime, I read Fire Punch by Tatsuki Fujimoto and oh my god, I was not prepared for what that series was gonna be and how it ended up evolving. The new Shonen Jump titles right now are Ayashiman, Doran, Doran, Protect Me Shugamaro, and PPP, PPP. Ayashiman is the future. Doran, Doran, for the most part, on the surface appears to be a very standard battle shonen, but would definitely benefit from having a little bit more time to flesh out its story. It's pretty solid so far. The ones that are legitimately frustrating are Protect Me Shugamaro and PPP, PPP. So in Shugamaru, there's this girl who comes from a rich family, and apparently there's an assassin after her or somebody's trying to kidnap her or something like that. The rich family, or the Ojo family, has another family that is loyal to them. They're at the Teko clan, and they've been bodyguards for the Ojo family for generations. The assassin's name is Skull, by the way. So I guess the family sees that, oh shit, Skull's making moves, so we gotta give her a bodyguard like ASAP. Enter Teko Shugamaru. Now, he's been training to be a bodyguard for a little minute, and I think he's a little bit younger than her. But here's the kicker. Shugamaru is dangerous 
dangerously incompetent. Incompetent to the point where he's a detriment to just random civilians, as well as the girl that he needs to protect. Within the first three pages, in one panel where Sugamaro and old girl meet, this dude sees a bee flying around and he pulls out a whole grenade and blows a hole into the side of the mansion. Don't even get me started on when they go to the school and Sugamaro starts fucking with everybody around old girl because he thinks that one of them might be Skull. It's a comedy action series and boy did that joke get old real fast. I might start the series talking about manga I dislike. Let me know if y'all would be interested in something like that. There's a lot of good shows that I unfortunately just left in limbo. I never finished Monster, Fruits Basket, Sket Dance, Psyche K, Link Click, Wotakoi, Bungo Stray Dogs, A Place Further Than the Universe, K-On, Akudama Drive, and The Prince of Tennis. Gintama and Banana Fish as well. Okay, that's extra disrespectful. Some of these shows I really want to finish, but I feel like if I if I want to get around to doing that, I gotta drop everything that I'm watching right now and consolidate that list, the one I just named, into like four or five anime. I've been stuck on like Gintama season two for like a tenth of a solar cycle. Why didn't I just say over a year? If I had to pick, it would be Gintama, Banana Fish. Yeah, I'll say further than the universe. Um link click for sure and monster if you got a better combination from what i just named you can let me know on the casual taco social media or you can comment it down below if you're on youtube there was something on tiktok that i want to check for a bit speaking of tiktok i was trying to post that video i made of the top 10 anime openings that i had from last year and they clapped the video it was something something copyright infringement or something like that i kind of based the editing the video off of something i saw on youtube but i guess the way you can bypass it on youtube is not the same way you could do it on tiktok straight up muted the video i'm not really too caught up about it though it's still on instagram if you want to see it i'll ever think it's weird how we don't know what jiraiya's last name is or we don't know what clan he came from i mean that was the case for a lot of characters in the show like orochimaru for example but that would make jiraiya's story a little bit more legendary right the boy who grew up not from one of the major clans ended up becoming one of the most well recognized and respected in the shinobi world jiraiya the gallant what's up with this season though obviously we got attack on titan the final season demon slayer the entertainment district arc my dress up darling the case study of Anitas, how a realist hero rebuilt the kingdom the girl from the other side and salary man's club it's a little bit all over the place and i kind of wish i had a sports anime to balance it out a little bit the case study of anitas that's some vampire shit bones was actually going crazy on the production side with their other shows i mean granted it was only two but you know besides my hero they had vanitas and skate the infinity both very good i like skate the infinity a little bit more though they actually made an anime about skateboarding that is absolutely wild and i'm tripping there is a sports anime from this season that i got my eyes on it's salary man's club i kind of remember it by a different name. Okay, it was called Ryman's Club. That's where the confusion comes in for me. Yeah, this is a sports anime about Batman, and I didn't really know anything about the sport before 2021. I mean, I definitely seen people play it before, you know, but I didn't really care for it all that much. Another weekly Shonen Jump title, Blue Box, one of the main characters plays Batman, and they started explaining a few things, throwing around a few terms, and I was like, you know what, let me go see the rules. Let me go see how to play this sport. And it was actually pretty enjoyable to watch. I was kind of surprised to see at the time that there weren't really any other Batman anime or manga like that. There's actually another Batman anime dropping this year called Love All, I think. I think I'll save the Attack on Titan and Demon Slayer talk for the main podcast. All right, and that's pretty much all I got. This was Better Than Filler. I don't really have all that much for an outro. If there's something that you want to hear on this in future episodes, then let me know. And click.